Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I am your host, Eric Scott, and this is the podcast that's all about creative encouragement. I want to be that little voice that's in your ear encouraging you to make, to create, to do the things that you've been wanting to do. So let's dive into today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me once again for Artistic Accomplices. Yes, I'm your host, Eric Scott. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a moment and I want to express my deepest thanks, my most sincere gratitude um, for all the support that people have been giving me here lately. First, I'm grateful for to anyone who is listening to this podcast right now. Um, I have no statistics about how many people actually listen to this. So, you know, there might just be a handful of you out there listening, but I am, I I am so grateful that you are because some of you have contacted me. You've, you've emailed me and you have told me how much you have appreciated the podcast. And that means the world to me. I mean, I really appreciate it getting that feedback, getting those emails from folks. So, um, yeah, I I really, really appreciate that. And I really appreciate anyone who has been listening to this, um, on and off, or maybe you've listened to every single episode. It, it, it warms my heart to know that there are people out there that are listening to my words that are getting inspired by what I have to say and hopefully getting something out of this time that I spend putting this together and recording it and putting it out there for people to listen to. I I really, I really hope that, that you are getting some valuable stuff from these episodes, from this podcast. So really, really just appreciate anyone that has listened to the, the podcast, but I'm also very grateful for all of the support here recently. As I've said on the podcast, I mean, um, with the current pandemic with the coronavirus still going on. And I know some areas are easing restrictions. Other places are still kind of in lockdown or stay at home as, as we are here in, in Virginia. And and it's hard, you know, it, it was really hard on me. And when this first hit back in March, I really kind of panicked and saw all of these advanced events and classes and workshops just disappear, just dry up. And, and I'm still dealing with cancellations. I mean, because the, the future is very unpredictable. It's like, what's happening this summer? What's going to happen in the fall? So all this stuff is still up in the air. And I really appreciate everyone who has shown me any kind of support over the last couple months. I mean, when this first hit, yeah, I panicked at first. But then my first instinct was, well, I'm going to go online. I'm going to start connecting with people and I'm going to start sharing things online. So, you know, I was doing some free tutorials and I was really trying to connect with people. And at the same time, I wanted to, to start celebrating and amplifying all these awesome creators that I know, all these awesome artists who are friends or who I draw inspiration from. And so I started my, my, um, amplify series And that's just a feature where every week I feature a different creator, a different artist on my blog, on my website. 
and try to celebrate them and bring attention to to them and their work. And I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from both the uh, the tutorials that I've been doing, the live streams that I, that I did, and the Amplify series. And I've been able to feature a handful of artists, and I'm really and I really appreciate anyone that has has like read those and shared those and have connected with those. Um, and that kind of led me to offer online workshops. I thought, okay, you know, the, this is going to last a while. I do need to make money. I need to do something. And I decided like, I'm going to test the waters. And a lot, I know a lot of artists were all of a sudden shifting from in-person workshops to online workshops. And I said, okay, I'm going to do that. And I put in a workshop out there and I was thinking like, Hey, if I got like a half a dozen people to sign up, that would be kind of cool. Well, I got a lot more than just the six or seven that I was expecting. It was a lot more than, than I thought there would be. And the other thing was I was blown away by the generosity of folks. And so I decided like, okay, well, this first workshop got some good feedback. And like I said, I was surprised at the number of people that signed up. So I'm like, I'll go ahead and do more. And so I decided like, okay, I'm just going to make these workshops pay what you can. Because I know so many folks are struggling financially and art and creating is a way to help them through this time. And I didn't want to be like, okay, well, you know, this is only going to be for people who can afford it. And so I, I made it pay it what you can. And I was really surprised at how many people weren't just giving the bare minimum. They were given much, much more. And so... I am just blown away by that. I, I, I just, I, I mean, it makes things so much less bleak. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I've got some income coming in and, and I can, you know, survive this hopefully. So I am definitely humbled and extremely grateful for all of it. So for all of that support, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to anyone from listening to the podcast, watching my videos online, um, supporting me and joining my workshops. Just thank you. Thank you so, so much. I, I am completely blown away by all of that. So I wanted to kind of say that. I hadn't, hadn't really said much like that before, but um, I think it also kind of ties into today's topic. And, and if you've read the the title of the show, you know what the topic is about. But this is a topic that is a bit hard for me. And it I don't know exactly why I feel it's hard for me, awkward, strange. Um, maybe I'll get into that more um, as I as I kind of talk through talk it through uh, in the episode today. But I do feel that the topic ties directly to creating and creativity. So this topic is not hard because if there's some deep trauma that I went through in my past, um, I think it's difficult because it makes me feel very vulnerable and it's just something that I don't talk about much anyway. Um, it's personal, but I, I never mind sharing personal details, but I think maybe this is a, a bit too personal. Um, but just talking about it, it, it feels odd and strange to me. Um, maybe because I feel like I'm not 
all that equipped to talk about it in a way me I don't know but it's just but in in a way maybe I just feel like it's a little bit taboo or a little woo woo that's a phrase that uh, my wife and I use a lot um or maybe it's just too individual that this this notion of spirituality is something that is very personal and very individual and my thoughts about spirituality have I've always kind of kept them to myself and something that I haven't shared. Now, in the past, I've shared um, with friends and with family. You know, we've talked about religion and that, but I feel like spirituality is like more personal. Religion is more of a structure. And so to me, when I when I talk about spirituality, I really talk about it in a general sense. Um, so to me, in the simplest terms, creating is a spiritual act. And I really want to address it from this notion in a very general sense, not in a very specific religious sense of the word. I know spirituality uh, can mean that. Um, So I want to use that term spirituality to really mean that simple connection to something bigger or greater or deeper than ourselves. And yes, that, that can include religion and a lot of people, their, their spirituality is tied deeply into their religion and their faith and their belief. And I, I don't have an issue with that, but I want to speak at, speak of it, um, from this, this other point of view, this more generalized notion, because I think spirituality also ties into this notion that we are all seeking meaning and purpose in our lives. And that ties into that idea of spirit and spirituality, this this notion of meaning and purpose. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Um, Before we do that, I do kind of want to share my own spiritual path, my own spiritual journey. And I think this is kind of where the the, uh, the, the hard part, the weird part gets for me. Um, cause like I said, this is not stuff I, I typically talk about. Uh, it feels very vulnerable and feels very deep and yeah, so it, it's a little awkward for me, but I'm going to kind of persevere and go through because I want you to see where I'm coming from. And then we'll kind of talk about how creativity and spirituality kind of tie together. Um, so I, I grew up Christian. Um, I have no qualms about saying that, but, uh, it was in a household that was pretty, pretty loose with religion and spirituality. I mean, uh, we didn't, we didn't go to church on a regular basis. It's not something that we did every Sunday. Um, we celebrated Christmas and Easter. We went to church sometimes, usually with my grandparents. Uh, we didn't pray. We didn't pray at mealtimes or we didn't pray at bedtime, Um, but you know, we were Christian, you know, and I was fascinated by it. I was fascinated by the religion, the spirituality of it, especially as a kid. And I went to a Bible study. I don't even know if, if places do that anymore, but it was something where when I was in elementary school, you could sign up for Bible study and you would go to this like nearby church or this nearby place. And, you know, you, you'd 
there'd be a big group of you and you'd go and it was like, it was like getting a little field trip away from school. But, uh, I just remember being very interested in learning about the stories and, and connecting with others. I think that was a big part of this, that to me, religion was a way to connect with something that was bigger than us, but then also a way to connect with other people. So that maybe that sense of community, and sometimes I went to church with my elderly neighbors. My brother and I would go with them. Um, and so I think it was something like about being part of something that was bigger than myself. And that drew me in. Um, but that changed in high school. When I got to high school, I just couldn't reconcile what I was seeing in the world. I was seeing, you know, war and starvation and suffering and so much more out there in the world. I mean, I think in, in high school is when I really started becoming aware of, of the world in general. And here I had this, this concept of, of God on one hand as this all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God. And then on the other hand, I, I was seeing the world where there was all this war and death and destruction and suffering. And I couldn't reconcile those two things. It was very difficult. And, you know, at that time, I really described myself as more agnostic, more of an atheist. Um, but I felt, still felt spiritual in, in, a, in a sense. I mean, I was still seeking understanding and meaning and purpose, but to me, religion wasn't making sense. And, and I say that not to put down religion, not to say that religion is bad. But for me personally, religion f didn't fit in my spiritual journey. Um, and it just, I kind of gave up on religion for a really long time. But here recently, well, I say recently, but in recent years, I mean, it's probably been a good 10 years now or maybe more. Um, I've studied more about Buddhism and there's something there that really connects to me. And, um, but I won't call myself, I don't call myself a Buddhist because again, I, I, st I, I have not fully adopted it. I, I feel like I'm, I don't practice. So this is something where the ideas appeal to me, but I have not like gone full into it. Um, again, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that, uh, you know, it's like, I'm not making an argument against religion. And so I feel like, you know, if you are somebody of faith who, who has a strong conviction in a religion, awesome. And finding your spirituality that way, awesome. But there, there are lots of ways um, and spiritual paths in this world, just like there are lots of individual paths to whatever, to careers, to, um, yeah, just, you know, artistic journeys. You know, there, everyone has their own journey. And so for me, I like the notion in Buddhism about interconnectedness, about how we are all interconnected in ways that, it, that at times it's hard to fathom, <clears throat> but also that we are interdependent on one another, that we are dependent on others. I mean, just thinking about the food that we eat and thinking about how, you know, yes, I can go to my fridge and I can pull out 
a loaf of bread and thinking about, okay, how many people are connected to that one loaf of bread? Well, I got it at the store. So there's the stock person who put it on the shelf, but then there was a person in the back who, who unloaded it from the truck. There was the person who delivered it. There was, you know, in the in the place where the bread, the loaf of bread was made in that factory, there were workers. And then you think about the ingredients and where did they come from? And so there's all this like interconnectedness that and interdependence that we often don't consider. And that really, really fascinates me to think about how we are connected. And, and connection is something that I've explored in my art for years also with with Buddhism, um, there are notions of compassion. I mean, I think with many, with most religions, that that idea of love and compassion are there. And I mean, those are those are worthy things to think about. Those are worthy things to to um, chase after. But in Buddhism, I think what's really different is that this notion of suffering is that we all suffer. I mean, that's that's one of the four noble truths of, of Buddhism is that we all suffer. But you know what? There is a path that we can take to end our suffering, and that is something that we can do. That by, um, yeah, by that we can, we can end our suffering if we follow a path. And this is not something that is like laid out, like you have to do these things. It's just that if we do, see, even just describing some of this is, is really hard. Cause it's like, I understand it. I read about, I read about it and I feel it, but then to articulate it sometimes is very, very difficult for me. So anyway, I think that, you know, I feel that I'm very spiritual, but I'm not religious. And I feel that we are all connected and that we are here in this world to find meaning and purpose. And that's, that's why I feel like, you know, I am spiritual. That's why I feel like art and creating is about connecting to ourselves and finding that meaning and finding that purpose. And so creating is a spiritual act. So we are here to find meaning and purpose. But I, I don't think we can do that alone. We need others to help us with that. And we need to be here to help others on their journey. One of the, one of the things that has fascinated me are words. I mean, I love words and I love how words are connected. But with this spirituality, I love how the words holy and whole, as in complete, uh, to make whole, those are related, you know, so wholeness, holy and wholeness, like those words are related. If we, we look back at their roots, they, they come from the same root. And I feel like that's the heart of any spiritual quest is this idea of making ourselves whole and complete to make ourselves holy, not in a religious sense, not in a divine sense, but just that idea of, of feeling like we're whole, like we're, we, 
we've, we're in touch with ourselves. We're connected with ourselves. And I think creating, whether we're making art or we're making music or we're making bread, anything that we can do helps us discover that, helps us uncover what is important to us and helps us find that meaning and that purpose. Creating is a way that I make sense of my world. And in turn, that's how I create understanding and meaning. Um, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. And I don't know if anyone listens to her. Uh, She has her own podcast, but she's written tons of books. Uh, She has a Netflix special. She has a TED Talk. So definitely somebody who... who, um, has a lot of valuable stuff to say. And I'm rereading one of her books. Uh, the book is The Gifts of Imperfection. And in it, there's a section where uh, she talks about cultivating creativity. I've always loved that term, cultivating creativity. It's actually a name of one of my online workshops. Um, but in it, there's a great quote, and I, and I love this. Um, and she says, if we want to make meaning... We need to make art. Cook, write, draw, doodle, paint, scrapbook, take pictures, collage, knit, rebuild an engine, sculpt, dance, decorate, act, sing. It doesn't matter. As long as we're creating, we're cultivating meaning. So again, as long as we we are creating, we're cultivating meaning. And I love the fact that she just throws all of that stuff out there. You know, um, you know, it's not just about making art. You know, she, she mentions cooking, she mentions writing, she mentions photography, knitting, rebuilding an engine, dancing, just decorating, singing, acting. So anytime that we are creating, making, even doing, I mean, there's a lot in just doing that is creative. It doesn't matter that we, that helps us to cultivate meaning. And I like that term, cultivating. Um, Cultivating, you know, that that goes back to that notion of farming, of growing, of of, um, taking care of. So by making meaning, we are helping to nurture. That's that's another word, nurture the meaning. Um, so I think create creativity and creating helps us cultivate meaning in a number of ways. First, it allows us to get present, and that that's a very Buddhist notion. That idea um, with Buddhism, there's the idea that we actually really we're not we don't live in the here and now. We actually kind of live in our minds and in, in our heads in the past. We're attached to ideas in the past. We bring things up from the past all the time, and that disturbs our mind. That disturbs our peace. Um, that causes a lot of suffering. I mean, I do it all the time. I think uh, think about something that I did or said in the past, and I and I kind of bang my head, and I regret saying things and doing things, or kind of cringe at like, oh, how could I have done that? But you know, it's it's in the past, so bringing it up now doesn't really do us any good, but we do it. We do it 
in our own minds, and we do it to other people. We bring up things that they've done, they've said in the past as a way to not let a wound heal or to make them suffer or to bring them pain. But we also have this expectation about the future. We, we live in the future too. Um, a lot of times it's worrying about the future. We, we worry and right now we don't know what the future is going to be. So we don't know and that can cause a lot of worry and frustration and anxiety and it can be hard. So creating helps us get present. It helps bring us into the here and the now. It helps us focus on what is in front of us. I mean, I'm in a state of creating right now. Here, talking in this microphone, I have to be very present. I have to think about what I'm saying. Yes, I have a little bit of a script in front of me. I have those words there that I can look at, but I have no room in my head to like be thinking about the past or trying to worry about the future. I just have to worry about, okay, I'm, I'm recording a podcast right here, right now. I have to do this thing. It allows me to get very present. So if we are creating, you know, we're not thinking about the pandemic or thinking about all this stuff from the past that that we keep bringing up to hurt ourselves or to make ourselves feel right against somebody else. Uh, We're not worrying about our finances or about what the future holds. So we're just, you know, we're just trying out a new recipe or we're sewing masks or we're pushing paint around or we're strumming on a guitar. We get very present with ourselves. And so we're not dwelling on the past. We're not worrying about the future. We're here. We're now. And we have to be very mindful when we're creating. Like I said, you know, here now creating this podcast, I have to be very mindful about what I'm talking about. You know, if we're in the middle of creating and our mind starts to wonder, we lose our focus. So... If we're playing an instrument, eh, we might mess up the melody. If we're baking, maybe we add salt to a recipe instead of sugar. Or we put in too much oil or too much of this or too much of that. With some things, it can be very, very serious. We could chop off a finger on the bandsaw if we're into woodworking. So we we have to focus. We, We have to be here and now as we create. So creating helps us get present. It helps us live in this moment and not relive the past or not try to predict the future. Creating also allows us to reflect on things, on ideas. Uh, It also allows us to process those ideas, uh, complex ideas, emotions, and this is the, the part where I feel like I need to put a, a disclaimer in. Um, <clears throat> so I am not a therapist. Okay, So anytime I, uh, I talk about the uh, power of art and um, how it, it can help us through difficult or emotional times or help us deal with things, 
I feel like I need to make this disclaimer because I am not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I have no credentials in this area. I'm just an artist. I'm just a, an educator. But I know from personal experience how art has helped me. That I know that making art and working in a visual journal has helped me, helped me reflect on parts of my life, uh, reflect on emotions, has helped me process things like grief and confusion and loss. Um, but it's also allowed me to celebrate and to document the triumphs, the high points. So when we think about that notion of reflecting on and processing of something, it's not just the bad stuff, it's also the good stuff. I mean, we have to take that in, we have to reflect on it, and we have to process it as well. This helps us create understanding. <clears throat> so again, I know that when I use art and journaling as a place for reflection and a place for processing, I begin to see the patterns in my life and in, the, in my way of thinking. So I figure things out. I figure out what's important to me. I figure out what I want to change, where I want to improve. I make goals for myself. And so reflecting and processing allows me to do that. So writing things down, verbalizing my thoughts, making and creating art about these things helps me to understand them. And I think that's where the real power lies in creation, in creating something, is that it allows us to think about and reflect and process. So even if I'm not writing about something, maybe I'm drawing or I'm doodling, it puts me in a mindset where I can just sort of maul those ideas over. I can kind of think about things in a way and reflect on them and process them in a way that that just it gives me space so making sometimes gives me a mindset and gives me the space to just sort of let things percolate in my brain so my hand might be moving but i don't have to direct a ton of thought and intention to what i'm doing and my mind can turn and churn and work through things. I think it's much the same way like when people exercise or if you go out and you're mowing the yard and all of a sudden, you know, these ideas start popping up because it's like your mind's busy with something but not so busy that it can't give some attention to another part of the brain. And so then it, it just kind of percolates. Um, a lot of experts talk about the creative process and they, they talk about that, that this is part of the incubation period and that, um, you know, when you kind of give your mind something mindless to do, it occupies it in a way that allows it to continue processing and thinking about and reflecting on, even though you're not doing it consciously. So kind of in an unconscious or kind of in a subconscious way, you are still working these things out. So making art, creating something at that level where you might not be consciously thinking about things, but yet your brain is working through it. And so 
Um, you know, it's like, I've, I've come to understand that. And so figuring that out, okay. Um, figuring out what is important, you know? So with all of that going on, with being able to reflect and process on whatever's happening in my life, it helps me to understand it. And, and like I said, you know, I'm speaking strictly from personal experience, but I know so many others who have experienced the exact same thing and know that creating has that power for them as well. So creating helps us get present, but then it can also help us reflect and connect. We could do that in a very present way where we're, we're thinking about it and reflecting on it in a very intentional way, or it can also help us kind of get in that mindset that allows that, that process, that processing to kind of happen in the back of our mind. And so those are a couple ways that creativity helps us spiritually. It's a, it's a way that creating is a spiritual act, but I think creating creativity ultimately helps us to connect. And that's, I think, what spirituality is about. It's about connecting. And when we can connect with ourselves and we can connect with others, I think that's where we really develop what's important and and really figure out meaning and purpose. So first of all, I think creating, creativity, making, creating art, all help us to connect with ourselves. Um, immediately I kind of think about that, the sense of joy and accomplishment that creating can have. So I know from my own experience that whenever I'm making something, just that sheer joy of watching something emerge on the page, it kind of keeps me going. It keeps me exploring and, and you see something and and you're like, Oh, I didn't expect that, but it's really cool. I want to, can I do that again? And so there's that kind of joy, but I think that kind of goes back. It kind of takes me back to when I was a kid. And so I've been making art my entire life. I don't ever remember a time when I wasn't making or creating and that making art, creating, doing things like that, that's always been a constant in my life. So for me, this this connection, this idea of Uh, creativity helping us to connect with ourselves, it really does go back to being a kid. I mean, I loved to draw and I loved to make things. And that's that's because I was able to create my own worlds and tell my own stories. I remember making these elaborate battle scenes and kind of the story would, would play out as I was making it. And I just, I loved being able to to uh, see something emerge as my pencil moved across the paper. And there was just something very magical about that. And so every time that I make a mark now, every time that I make art, I connect to that, to that joy that I felt as a kid. But also I think I connect myself through, through that reflection and that processing that I've already talked about. So by making art, I really dig into my, into those thoughts, into my feelings, and I get to know myself better. So creating helps me 
to connect with with that part of me, uh, that inner part of me, um, the, those thoughts, those things, and it really helps. Like I said, helps me figure things out. Um, but creating also helps us connect with not just ourselves, but with other people as well. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved running around and showing off everything that I created, all my drawings, things like that. And yes, part of that was, you know, to get the praise of people saying, oh, you know, how great is that? But it was, I think it was more a part of how I connected with others, of, of getting that connection. And so through my art, I've always connected. And so I think I kind of see it as like two sides of the same coin. So making art and sharing art are kind of heads and tails on, on the same coin. Um, so to me, sharing art was just very natural. So I make art and I share my art. Um, you know, I put it out there on social media. I show it to people. I put it up in art shows. Uh, you know, I, I, I post it on online. There's all this stuff I do to share it. Now, not everyone wants to share their creations. For, for many people, it's really that it's a very private thing. And it's just something that they do for themselves. And it's not something that they want to share. However, it doesn't mean that they're still not using their artwork to connect with others. Because, because we can use our creating, our, our creativity as a way to, to figure things out, a way to understand things better, a way to understand ourselves and our relationships through our art, our making, our creativity, that in turn helps us connect with others. And I think that connection, I mean, so many of us are seeking that connection with other people. So it helps us connect with ourselves, but creativity also helps us connect with others. And so for now, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking is that creativity helps us get present. It helps us to reflect on and to process complex things. And it really helps us to connect with ourselves and with others. And through all of that, that is where the meaning comes in. That's where the, the, that cultivating meaning, as Brene Brown says, um, comes in. It helps us to find our purpose and our meaning. So I haven't supplied some real steadfast blueprint or how-to um, for making um, or creating a more spiritual process or a more spiritual process. I mean, I'm still just figuring a lot of this stuff out for myself, but I'm starting to, that's the thing. It's like, I'm starting to put these ideas together and seeing how our creativity really is that spiritual act. It is really a way for us to, to make ourselves better, to find meaning, to find purpose, to, to see how we fit in the bigger picture of things. And that's what spirituality is about, is to, to help us find our place in this world and to help us see how we are connected to something that is bigger, something that is greater than ourselves as individuals, and to see how we are connected and interdependent on other people and other things, and that we can relate to one another through our art. We can relate to one another because of our art. 
and our creation and our creativity. And that helps us spiritually. It helps us find fulfillment, meaning, and purpose. And so, like I said, I'm still trying to figure a lot of this out for myself. But more and more, I feel feel that I'm here on this earth to help others discover the power that creativity and creating and making really have. I mean, I've discovered so much of this on my own, but I've, I read a lot, I listen a lot, I watch a lot, and it's like, I feel like I've had help from so many others coming to this point, um, whether they knew it or not, and I want to help you. I want to help everyone. I want to help people in general connect to their creativity, not just because it's something fun and diverting, especially in stressful times like this, but because connecting to our creativity is a, is a powerful spiritual act that connects us to meaning and purpose and to others. And I think now more than ever, we need that. I mean, especially in this time when maybe we're feeling very isolated. I know some areas are, are starting to open back up, but I mean, it's, it, it's not going to go back to normal. It's not going to go back to the way things were probably for a really long time. And I really hope that, that as we shift out of this, this lockdown world that we're in now, that we don't lose sight of how precious and how powerful creating and making really are. I hope that we continue to make and create once we're let out of our homes, once we can go back to restaurants, once our lives get back to a little bit more of that hectic normal that that we had before all of this. I really hope that we don't go back to that. I hope that we don't clutter our lives and, and clutter our spaces and, and clutter our time where we forget about how powerful and how meaningful it was to have time to sit and to make and to create. And I, and I hope that we can continue that spiritual growth once we're out of this time. I mean, I think, it, yes, in many ways, this, this pandemic has been miserable and ghastly and, and stressful and anxiety riddled. <clears throat> but I think in, in certain ways, it's also been a gift. And I think a lot of people see that, that, you know, they have, they've, they have more time for their family, more time to, to engage in things that are very meaningful to them. Um, so I, I'm really hoping that we don't lose touch with that once we're, we're beyond this time now. And I, I just want to go back to what Brene Brown said and just sort of that last part of her quote, as long as we're creating, we're cultivating meaning. And I th think that's what we need nowadays. And, and it, and whether you think it comes from a spiritual place or a religious place, or just it just comes from wherever, I mean that's what it, that's what this is about. Is that and that's why I'm here. That's why I come here every couple of weeks to talk with you, to share with you, is to to help you understand that as long as we're creating, <clears throat> we are create uh, cultivating meaning. So. 
Anyway, just some of my thoughts, some of my ideas about spirituality and finding purpose and, sorry, uh, finding purpose and creating meaning. And I hope you got something out of it. Um, Just, you know, kind of let that sink in, think about that for a while and see if that applies to you and your creating and your creativity. So thank you so much for joining me once again for another episode of Artistic Accomplices. So glad that you've decided to join me in this journey. And as always, happy creating. This has been Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you for joining me. Thank you.